Desperado Why don't you come to your senses You've been out riding fences For so long now so everyone knows what we're going to talk about. Yeah, how was John Mulaney? <laughs> he made the same joke I was going to make, pretty much. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you have any chances to see any of his 25 shows he's doing in Boston the next couple of weeks, I would suggest it. It's uh, It was good. He talked a lot about his rehab and not about his divorce. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. He wants to get personal, but not too personal. Yeah. Well, he wants to talk about his intervention because he gets to name drop his friends. Uh, makes him seem more important. Yes, correct. Well, yeah, quite good. Had a few bev- beverages. I saw your Instagram stories, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to shoot with you. Uh, I'm going to do the opposite of your Washington football team predictions to all of your Instagram stories from now on. You're going to know them? I'm going to know them. <laughs> uh, you, and, you, Kevin Ord, and Stefan Mignall can, uh, and, eh, yeah, and Corey Demick for the most part. So you're, an, you're a knower. Dan does a lot of knows, too. I'm, I'm Anyone gonna, who thinks that I don't look at the results of this, I know who knows. I'm, I'm going to say yes to things sometimes. Okay, so <laughs> Today I just said no to everything. Is that because I said, uh, is that because I said that you were just like Kevin Ord? No, <laughs> no, I don't mind Kevin. <laughs> um, I just unfriended him on Facebook because he spoiled a Star Wars movie for me. I unfriended <laughs> him on Instagram. <laughs> I never see him post on Instagram, so. Oh, I don't either because I unfriended him. Not because I don't want to be his friend, I just don't want to be his friend on the internet. Yeah. I've heard him say some cringy stuff on the inter- on the internet before. Yeah. He That's also, all. He also spoiled spoiled a Star Wars movie for me, and that was that was grounds for termination in my book. I was I was livid because I was like going to the next day because I had to work that night, so I couldn't go on like the Wednesday night or whatever it was when it was being released. I was going like Thursday night, and uh, yeah, he he posted on someone's page. I forget who it was, but I was just like. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, and then the next day I went and saw it and it happened. I was like, you fucking piece of shit. And I just fucking, <laughs> there and then. I was like, done. I, I held a grudge for a little while. Like, it's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> You've gotten over it? I got over it. But at the time, I was very perturbed. Strictly for Star Wars, though. And I'm not even, like, the biggest Star Wars guy. I have two figures. They're both heels. Star Wars heels. <laughs> uh, I went to Kowloon's on Saturday. Yes, I was about to ask you about that. Saw the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. It looked like a uh, looked like a good time. I I got I got Zombie Sailor toys to chuckle. Did you call him a right wing weirdo? No, I got him to chuckle because I told him a right wing joke. No, <laughs> we got these little trophies that say Major Mark on them, and I was like, "Oh, cool trophy participation!" Ah, and then he laughed. As he was handing them out. But I guess we were VIPs and we didn't know we were VIPs, so we got to sit like close to the front and like we were and like, so you stand behind local legend Joe Murray. Yeah, we were behind Joe Murray. I'm ninety eight point five percent sure it was him. <laughs> you could you know you're a big man when someone can tell you are by the back of your bald head. <laughs> like it didn't register for me when I was there, but then as soon as we were leaving, I saw your thing and I was like, Oh, that is him, isn't it? 
I, I wouldn't want to have talked to him. He probably would have made me miserable. He seems like he's a, he's a happy-go-lucky guy. Eh. I, I feel like everyone in Sports Hub is just a miserable person. They always complain openly about how little they're paid and how it's a passion, like a project of passion for them at this point. It's not so much a job. It's like they'd like if they're like if we get offered more money, like in another city, we're we're going in a minute. I think most of them talk about how a lot of them get paid a lot of money. Well, like Toucher and Rich and Felger and Maz do, and yeah, yeah. Solak and Bertrand. But like, aside from that, like I can't really think of anyone who's. Well, that's why so many of them keep leaving for more money. That's what I mean. Like you know. Um, but like, I hear like some people on the, like pretty much the only time I ever hear them is on the weekends now. And they always talk about like how, like, oh, after next week we're done. So it's like, well, maybe we'll be able to sneak in here and there. It's like, no, 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 we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back to the major wrestling. Um, I, I saw little, little me. Little you was there. Um, how's that? He was wearing Bret Hart shorts. That's pretty cool. And the people I were with were, ta- were trying to be like, oh, no. Enzo talked about how there's a Goldberg WCW figure that came with a Rey Mysterio. And like one of the people I went with, one of Chikini's friends, he, uh, he or DC Jr.'s friends, I shouldn't use his government name. Um, he talked about how it was, no, that's a giant figure. Like, fucking idiot, Enzo. <laughs> like, he likes Enzo, but he was just like being like, ah, you fucking idiot. You told the story wrong. And then... Yesterday, I saw like a fig hunt that went on, and it was the Goldberg figure with the Rey Mysterio figure inside, like the side figure. It was two. Yeah. It was, it was the one with the neck that the giant came with, and it was the red one with the rubber torso. Yeah. Um, one, like there's a Goldberg one with a Rey Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one he was talking about. He wasn't talking about the giant one. So, like, the kid, the kid we went with us was like, no, it was the giant, not Goldberg. And, I had to I had to let him know yesterday. I let him I let him down gently. I was like, "Oh, so on the MWF show that that, that figure does exist." Enzo was right. <laughs> Believe Enzo. Believe Enzo. Uh, he talked about how he had like green card figures when he was a kid and stuff. Like his dad got them for him. He's so, a like, fucking mark. Yeah, he's a mark. But you know, he got lucky. Like those weren't readily available to anybody. No, he's in New York. He's in New York, kid. Yeah, um, but he also said he's he's had a one two three yellow card, and then he was immediately corrected before anyone else can say anything. I think Meyer was like green card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I fist bumped Brian Myers twice. Uh, the highlight of the show for me, though, absolutely, John Cena Senior. <laughs> that is pretty funny. I knew it wasn't going to be Cena because he was in Vegas for SummerSlam. Well, you knew it wasn't going to be Cena because that's ridiculous. If. He weren't wrestling that night. I, I there was. I bet Cena would have just. Sh- yeah, I'll go to Collins. Yeah, like I'll. I'll he, if anyone was gonna do it, I guess he would be. He would be the one. Yeah, but I knew it wasn't gonna be him. But then the music started playing. I was like, "It's his dad." <laughs> so I was chanting, "John Cena's dad. John Cena's dad." Um, and that was easy. Like I'm on their uh, Instagram story, me going like this. <laughs> I uh, I pulled my uh, my tricep last week just stretching. In my chair, my work chair. I was just like, oh. I can't be good. So, uh, like, thankfully, Saturday was just numb, so I couldn't feel it. So I did, and I, I so you could, you, and could, I, you I, could cheer like you were in the background of an LJN poster. I, <laughs> I had enough my ties in me to to make it so I didn't feel anything anymore. Uh, That's not true. But like Eddie Edwards was there. That was cool. I don't. I wasn't expecting that. 
uh, Francine showed up, and that's when I was like, we're definitely doing the Deep Purple song. Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely doing that. Um, As we should. Also, Francine, she looks good. Oh, yeah. Like, she's she's older, but she's still, she's still got it. She's a little thicker. Not much. Like, no. Like, she could still fit in a bikini. She had no, well, I mean, she had an OnlyFans at one point. I don't know if she still does. Yeah. I don't know if there was nudes on it, even. She might still have an OnlyFans. I want to start a new platform called Lonely Mans, and it'll just be OnlyFans. The way it was intended. Oh. <laughs> Lonely oh. Mans. <laughs> no? It just, it just sounds like a circle jerk. Well, I mean, like, it's, it's, I want it to be as similar to OnlyFans as possible, but still get the point across that, like, sex work is for you. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know? Let them know that they have a place. Clear a place on my face, yeah. Eden ain't cheating. Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, MWF was good. They announced, like, a couple... Well, not announced any figures, but they showed off some some color renders of like the best friends figures and the Chris Statler. Wait, weren't figure. they there too? Best friend Chuck and Trent were there. Yeah, and uh, that was fun. They're, they're they're fun guys. Did you tell Chuck that it's how mean he is to his dog is very entertaining for me? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know he was mean to his dog. He's very. He calls his dog an idiot. Like he takes pictures of his adorable small dog and then writes like "fucking idiot" on it with the. With his finger on Instagram. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. He's real mean. It was a cute little dog. He'll show, he'll take a picture from him after he gets like a haircut or something. Like, look at this fucking idiot. He did have uh, something funny to say about Friday night. What happened Friday night? Um, something I was wrong about happened. I forget what it was. He had a really good tweet about Friday night. I was like, that's the best takeaway from, from this. Um. But yeah, I, uh, I repeatedly said on here that CM Punk was never coming back to wrestling. He would never wrestle again. And even if he did, it wouldn't be as big as a deal as, as you know, people think it would be. Whoops. Wrong, wrong on all counts. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. I think, I think I need to, uh, to normalize telling people like, yeah, I was wrong about everything, you know, cause I think sometimes people, when they're wrong about stuff and it happens, they to just move on like you know i don't know anyone and an explanation hey, uh, I, that's how i felt at the time and and i was wrong i'm glad, friday, I, was glad I was wrong about it as friday like, morning came i was like all right well this is definitely happening yes and like okay this is probably a big deal everyone was talking about well, what if it doesn't happen i was like, <laughs> like it can't not happen now it ha- I, I was just like what if he shows up on smackdown <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wanted not I me mean, not really but i just uh, the way WWE is right now and the way their fans are, I wanted them to take an L on this one, and they did. Oh, they did. <laughs> let's, let's talk about WWE first, because it sounds like that they did some things to try to compensate for that. Well, first of all, uh, before we get to the shows, they, uh, Nick Khan did an interview talking about how he wanted, he was like, if it was up to us, SmackDown would be four hours, or no, Raw would be four hours. And SmackDown will be eight hours because we'd make more money. And I'm just like, proof that you guys do not give a fucking shit about what people say about your shows now. Proof that you aren't listening and proof that you do not care. Like, about the fan experience anymore. 
I I didn't watch a whole I of all the SummerSlam stuff I watched, I watched the intro to Edge and Rollins and I didn't even finish the match. It was a good match. Yeah, I'm sure it was. That was the best match on the card. I just wanted to see the the brood entrance. The brood entrance was Which was pretty good. cool. Yeah. Uh they rolled out an entire new like entrance thing for Edge when Rollins was making his way out. Really? Because there was no entrance ramp for the show, and then uh, Edge popped out of a little entrance ramp. Edge had a little. They they made an entrance ramp just for Edge, and then carted away as soon as he was done. Is every wrestler in their fucking forties need to have like a bunch of gimmicks they got to go through now? Like Jericho's got two or three. I don't. Hardy's got. The, I don't give a shit about Jericho's gimmicks. Well, his his gimmick is written off a of TV for his Fozzy shows. Good. No, he's on. He's going to be on Rampage next Friday. Oh, is he? Doing commentary. No, I'll get forward to that. Oh yeah. If there's one thing I don't want, it's some in- insurrectionist piece of shit screaming at me for an hour. Real hard left turn on uh, Jericho being awesome on commentary. He, that was one of the bright spots of wrestling. He during- was. He was good with Shivone for uh, like the two weeks he was on there. But he then also he, was. But like, then he just started yelling every week. Yeah, he was more reserved. Yeah. Like commentary, like it's better when you talk and you yell at the exciting. Parts. He needs to be in a two man booth. He needs to be in a two man booth, and he needs to fucking talk, and not shout. Because it's when he's shouting, it sounds like a Fozzy song, and Fozzy sucks. <laughs> it's true, Fozzy does suck. But uh, yeah, Matt, I wouldn't mind Matt Hardy going through uh, some gimmick gambit. Matt Hardy doing the brute entrance this week. That'd be pretty sweet. <sighs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> him and christian yeah christian does it yeah uh, Chris, yeah christian he could too. wear the shirt he could probably get fucking gangrel too yeah <laughs> oh, that'd be good that dude is old guy jacked as fuck i don't yep. know if, big that's a big motherfucker now yeah he does uh he, he did like hannibal shoot interviews like a year or so ago he looked good for his the age. Hannibal. The Hannibal, yeah. Wow, the Hannibal stinks. <laughs> Those are the worst shoot interviews. So, uh, like, I, I like the people he gets, but they aren't like the best interviews. No, because I I like the other guy, the penis guy who hates Conan. Who? Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, Sean Oliver. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like I like him too, even though he's he definitely has like the sleazy interviews, like like there's no class hobag. involved with yeah the they hobag have, they have the the hobag they have what a dick and they also have the what's in the bag and it's just like the the least classy interviews I've ever seen. That's why life. I like them, I think. And the best one he did was with Jamie Dundee because it was like this is exactly like what you do these for. Well, he, his best ones are Kevin Nash. Well, Kevin Nash is like the, my favorite ones, but the be, like the Jamie Dundee ones are the are what kayfabe commentaries is all about. Just the slimy dirtbag wrestler. I think Kevin Nash doesn't need to be doing that shit. He just wants to drink wine and make like fucking a grand or something. Yeah, he's making money. He's drinking wine and he's shitting all over people from his past. Who yeah, does not give a fuck about. He's talking about how much he likes Scott Hall and fucking Kid and Hogan. Oh yeah, he's talking about his five friends in the business and <laughs> shitting on everyone else. Yeah, and getting drunk. Yeah, and none of his friends can get drunk with him. It's true. <laughs> That's why he's still friends with Austin. Yeah, 
so he has someone to drink with. <laughs> He's probably like, Steve, you're my only drinking buddy. Everyone else took it too far. Or in Jericho. Yeah, I was on this real strict diet for Magic Mike, and I couldn't have any carbs. Jericho, I mean, we're not really good friends, and we started, like, yeah, see, that's vodka. There's no carbs in vodka, so I just, well, no, we started <laughs> drinking, and I don't, I don't remember getting off the plane, but I know I made it home. <laughs> no, he's like, I don't remember the drive home. I don't remember getting home, but I know I got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw Gene on a flight one time, yeah, and like, I mean, we got real drunk. It's like, we went to the executive lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Nash is the coolest guy on the planet. Yes. Agreed. I can only hope to be a quarter as cool as him. Oh, you're already there. You're exactly one quarter as cool as Kevin Nash. Cool. I'm... You're like, quarter, <laughs> quarter daddy cool. <laughs> <laughs> Name the episode. Cool. <laughs> quarter sexy. <laughs> that sexy. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, bum- uh, bummer slam. Uh, let's talk about the. Let's do ruled sucked. Ruled Edge versus Rollins, Kinda Roman versus Cena, uh, Mysterios Usos. Sucked everything else. <laughs> um. Sucked the segment where it happened, but ruled Xavier Woods pretending to be Scott Hall. Yeah, no, that was the only good part about that. And uh, so they they did a Shinsuke Nakamura entrance, but no match. That should give you an idea of what they think of him. But Gary, an entrance guy now. Okay. Like you have one of the best wrestlers in the world, and they're just like, just go to your entrance and who who have you beat? Whatever, no one cares. We're going to do this Ms. Morrison squirt gun segment for way too fucking long. Does, Becky Lynch, does Becky Lynch come back regardless of Sasha Banks if CM Punk that, doesn't that, show up on Friday? That was happening anyway, I think. I think the Lesnar thing uh, was uh, a knee-jerk reaction to Punk, but I think the Becky Lynch thing was in the works the whole time. I don't think they make her the champion. I think they bring her back. I think they just made her the champion. That's so fucking stupid. That had more to do with Sasha not being there. But like, why does she got to be the champion? It's so dumb. I think everyone pretty much shares your sentiment about how it being how that was really dumb, and it really it was too. Like they should have just had her beat up Carmella for a split second and then given them like a five minute match, even like even if it was just like, a- or even if you have a schmoz. You see, I just use the word schmoz. It's because I know stuff. Yeah. Even if it's like a fucking bullshit ending to that match, at least you got the fucking Becky pop. You don't have to ruin what was a pretty successful you title run. You can't have another bullshit ending because there was already a bullshit ending. Hilarious story about the bullshit ending, though, to the Goldberg-Bubby Lashley match. So I'm kind of just drunk in the chair, just like, whatever, like to this match at this point. And I'm just like, this match has gone on way longer than I thought it would. And I'm just like, fuck it, just end it now to say it can't go anymore. And then, like, ten seconds later, they're like, ring the bell, it's over. And I was like, I was joking! I was fucking <laughs> joking! This, like, oh my god. It was so, like, I was so enraged by that. Like, all of a sudden, I was just like, like, a spurt of energy came over because I was, like, drunk and tired. And I was like, like, when I said that, it was meant to be like, a shut up, Chris. Like, just let Bobby Lashley win. You know, one of those things. But then they didn't. I was just like, you did the thing that I was saying as a fucking joke. 
and you did it seriously and this is how you like and then i was like I, now scene is obviously losing the main event uh because i was like this is so much of a downer pay-per-view lashley retained they're gonna do it again like you've had two pay-per-views in front of like tons of fans like a big stadium show this year lashley retained roman retained both of them and it was the well, worst I- <laughs> I'm fine with both of them retaining. I honestly, most of the people that had the belt should have had the belt. They needed to have Cena go over. It'd be nice, but that just means that there's no more Cena matches. I guess after the the pay per view went off the air, Lesnar gave Cena that. a bunch of suplexes. That's pretty funny. But like, nobody hates Cena anymore. So it's like, why do you do that? Like, you're treating Cena like how you treated him when he was getting booed. Like, he's not getting booed anymore. So you got to fucking go with him. Uh, and then you have Roman Reigns and Lesnar fight over the guy to fight Cena. But, and then, and also you send the people home happy. Like, I don't think having Lesnar come out as cool as it looked with his long hair. Welcome to the club, pal. Uh, By the time you listen to this, is probably one less person in that club. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I've had my, I'm at my wits end. I, I'm kind of feeling you, but with my beard. Well, I think that also there's a root. I'm that too. Yes, very much so. Yeah, I think that I have to go one way to get the other way. Not to say I'm, I do also want. We're gonna be a little more clean cut, probably by the time this podcast. Well, by the time this podcast airs, there probably will be a hair coward. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will not be a facial hair coward by the time this podcast. I might be exa- exists, but maybe. Maybe the next episode after. I might be. I don't know. I'm st- I don't know. I was. I went to the fucking food shop in the other day, and it was rainy and kind of windy, and it was just blowing my beard, and I could just feel it, and it just felt weird. Like it felt like my hair blown in the wind, but my face. And I was like, I don't know if I like this or not. I haven't shaved my beard since fucking Motley Crew. I haven't shaved mine since I trimmed it in December mid-December and now it is end of August so going on nine months now it's like a pregnancy beard yeah I think I'm gonna uh go on break tomorrow and get a haircut and not tell anyone besides you right now that I'm going to do it like I'm just gonna show up and extra turning x listener is gonna see me with a haircut can I can I be honest with you what's that I never really felt like you were a long-haired guy no this went on much longer than anticipated I yeah think. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you stayed as long as you did it's impressive i feel like i got everything i wanted out of it other than being jacked which was if you remember correctly <laughs> my plan was to get jacked and have blonde hair it's i just got fatter and <laughs> no you you put on mass it is true i did put on mass yeah yeah i'm not really a long hair guy i got everything i, I have plenty of documented pictures of me looking like a fucking asshole like long bleach blonde hair, obituary hat, like tinted glasses, asshole. Chicken spaghetti at Chikorettis. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rocco's wedding with the fucking freshly bleached ponytail, like looking like a fucking aces. I got, I got everything I needed out of it. I think. I think it was a good run. You got everything you ever wanted, and you'll never give up back. <laughs> god fuck you we should cover that i got everything i I got the figure for it (laughs) uh 
But I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it to be to disparage you or anything. It's just oh, like, no, no, no. Some people, like, you got long hair late in life. Yes. You never, like, I, I did it, like, the second I went out on my own. I was like, hair's growing out. I'm 18. <laughs> no more rules. Hey, you've had long hair for, I mean, I. Over half my life. Yeah. I, I've had it longer than I haven't had it. So if I cut my hair, people will be like, what the fuck? Grow it back. I well, you also, right. like, you have full hairline. You Bleaching it was a fucking mistake. Not a mistake. But if I wanted to keep it long, like, for a long time, god damn, bleaching your hair fucking sucks. Uh, but. Was that you in that uh, train car? And what train car? Never mind. So it wasn't Ric Flair. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or maybe Ric Flair now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think about it from time to time. Cutting your hair? Yeah. So, like, not that there's anything. <laughs> like, we all know why Blue cut his hair. Yeah. You don't have that problem. No. It's a weird situation to be in where, like. I was told when I was a young child that I was going to have that problem. It is certainly not coming into fruition i i was told probably 10 years old ish like your brother kenny has really thick hair so he's gonna keep it and you have really thin hair so you're gonna lose it and i was like ah, oh, well, i better do crazy stuff with it then while i have it and my brother lost his hair and i i kept mine i was just like mm, just i don't give a shit anymore so but i also don't have to like see anyone ever for my job so Really it would be really want. funny if I went to job interview. He say like interviews like I did more than one. I mean, granted, it's at a fucking company that like sponsors fucking blue. So like, <laughs> it's not exactly like I'm working in high society. But I, I, instead of cutting my hair for job interviews, I bleached it again, which I think was a nice a nice touch on my behalf. Yeah, I feel like I. I'm cutting it at the least responsible time, which I think is on brand. Yeah, but like you know, you're you're sick of it, so why not? I don't. I don't exactly. I don't disparage you for it. You're getting you're getting back to normal, in my opinion. I'll never forget you coming in clean shaven, weighing like 105 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> it was. Uh... <laughs> I'll I'll never be that thin again. No, I mean like ever. I, I, you were uh, you were number which two time pencil. it happened twice you were a number two pencil the first time the second time i lost more weight i never got below 200 pounds the, the time you're talking about like haircut like kind of looking like creed from the later seasons of the office yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like neck breaker skinny was i i was probably like my lowest was like 215 maybe but the last time I got like skinny when I moved back, I was like one eighty five. Yeah, but you didn't. You weren't clean shaven, and you weren't clean cut. No, I looked like an asshole for the yeah. most part. Yeah, I'm talking about like the clean cut one. Yeah, when you, when you were like, I'm a respectable human being. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well, I was trying to get laid. <laughs> That's, it was, it see, worked, but that's what I should do. Is I should get skinny just to get laid. Do you know what I'm thinking? You really don't have to. That was a, a misconception I had at that point. But what I'm thinking is, I'm thinking mustache. I'm thinking mustache with beard 
but the beard's short and the mustache is long. No beard. I think I have to have some beard or... Like, I'm on thin ice with how ridiculous I am already. Speaking of getting laid, I would like to continue to do it when it when it does happen. All right, you could do the beard, but you have to shave everything into it. You, you have to do, like, a Reddy Marsh dad mustache first. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then you can grow the beard in. So it's going to be, like, shadowy at first. Okay. Like, I'm not like, going to take a razor to my face. You should. You should do clean, except for the mustache, and then let everything grow in naturally. A new beginning. Maybe. <laughs> a new start? And a start. <laughs> but yeah, that's... I also think I'm going to bleach my hair again before I do it. Well, maybe after. I don't know. Like, I'm not, done, I'm not done with being an asshole. If you did it after, it would be less. Yeah, that's what I was thinking right after I said it. Like, well, and... Also, the person that I'm going to surprise with it is going to be the one that has to do it. <laughs> um, do the Ric Flair look. <laughs> Again, I can only do current day Ric Flair. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> so just like brush it back? Yes. But like have it be like, a, like pretty much like eye level. Don't, have, don't cut it like super short, like spiky hair or anything like that. Cut it so it's like you can still part it and suck it back and stuff. Push oh it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Push it back. It's probably going to be more in the Hitler Youth vein. Uh, do, do a Ric Flair Youth. Well, I mean, I can uh, I can brush that back. And <laughs> you can push it back. <laughs> Anyways, <I can>. anyway. <laughs> uh, NXT happened also last. Oh yeah. So fuck me! I did not know SummerSlam was Saturday night until like after like you were talking about it. Yeah, it's yeah, and uh, but if you're gonna watch anything from this weekend, any wrestling, Walter versus Dragonoff. Yeah, fucking awesome! Easily the best match of the weekend. Not even close. Like uh, Joe and Cross was good, and Cole and. Uh, O'Reilly was good, but both had to follow Walter and Dragunov, and neither could. Okay, that's high praise. It five stars. Okay, hard, I'll watch that. I might watch that tonight. Hard hitting as a motherfucker, uh, stiff. Walter's chops. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, I have a, <laughs> I have a uh, a signed eight by ten of Walter when he does his chop, and his hand is just in someone's chest. It's fucking awesome. It's dude. His yeah yeah. This dude like almost died when he took his like he just fell over and he was just like like dead fish level and it was the loudest hardest slap i've ever yeah, seen yeah walter rules i mean also it looks like it hurts the dude he was wrestling it was really good too um but yeah like there was one spot in the match that was like kind of i'll give it four and a half stars because there was one spot where walter's telling him what to do and he's pointing at the corner and, I, and, they, and they lingered on it was like kevin done fuck up you uh. know they went into the shot, and you see Walter point, and then the guy goes and does it. Yeah, Bucky Beaver-looking motherfucker. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah. The women's match was good, but sloppy. Uh, there was a match with for the million-dollar title, which... Oh, yeah, fucking uh, L.A. Knights. L.A. Knight? Yeah, he lost it to a uh, racist North Carolina guy. The referee? No. Uh, He's from Florida. Um, this was a dude. For, he used to be in TNA. I forget his name. 
but uh Harris twins he's long hair and a beard not me and, and me <laughs> well you're listening on wednesday definitely not me he's like the he's like the rich guy in nxt who made millions of dollars off of like investing in gamestop when that was a craze i and, remember uh, that yeah <laughs> so he won the million dollar title it was a, that was a fine match how do you feel because i we obviously you know how i feel if i'm bringing this up but that these pretend titles are being defended I'm cool with them being like the million dollar title opened the show. So it's like, it's not being presented as like a main title. It's being presented as an undercard title. And it's between the two people that were involved in the match. It's perfectly fine. Did Ted DiBiase ever defend it? Maybe if Virgil that time. Yeah. He like, he had Virgil with him, and it was, that, that no, was, he faced Virgil. I don't think he ever Virgil def- carried it down to the ring for him, but he never defended it. And um, Taz never defended the FTW title. Yes, he did. He purposely lost at the Sabu so he could then challenge Shane Douglas for the world title. You're right. <laughs> uh, then how do you get it back to give to Brian Cage? No idea. Did he ask I Sabu? I have no idea, John. <laughs> <laughs> did he ask Sabu for it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you lost the, Maybe Sabu lost hey, the Hey, boo! <laughs> That's my Taz impression. There could be some measures that, you know, Taz took to require some hand pickage. It would take some effort on his part. (laughs) (laughs) Even though pick a hand was originated from Sabu. I mean, from uh, from Taz. Oh, from Taz? Yeah. Well, it was RVD punching Taz. He told him to pick a hand. He had, like, Team Taz around him. RVD RVD seems like... You know, the great, like what Kevin Nash would be if he smoked weed and was short. <laughs> I think, I feel like RVD is more of a, a fighter, more ready to fight because he's not so tall. Even though Kevin Nash, you know, did swing a baseball bat at the nasty boys backstage. <laughs> I also feel like anyone with a brain would swing a baseball bat at the nasty boys. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I mean, maybe it's just because they're called the Nasty Boys, but they really take me as like a, like a shit stain kind of underwear people. Well, I mean, Brad Knobs is in the hospital right now. He's got a ton of problems. I'm sh- sure he didn't ask for any of those. Yeah. So I don't want to shit on the Nasty Boys right now. Rest in peace, Brian Nobbs. <laughs> oh, no. He's not dead. He needs uh, knee surgery, and he had like some stomach issues, and he went to the hospital well, for. Maybe Hogan should get his own yoga so his friends can live. <laughs> Terry, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a gun. <laughs> Is Brutus there? <laughs> I'm here, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting and I'm strutting. Ain't gonna be like that. We start every day in the hot tub. Oh shit! My mommy texted me about seeing wrestlers in Melrose. Did you see that? No. Your, did you so you your didn't mommy? see my mom's text. <laughs> your uh, mommy? <laughs> uh, Saturday, November thirteenth. Back to the eighties WrestleFest in uh, Melrose, Mass. I see Axe Smash, Hacksaw, and. Jake the Snake Roberts. Those are four people I like. Yeah. Although Jake talks like this now. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. You got any Benadryl? (laughs) 
everything that talks like this kind of gets to stone cold. <laughs> yeah. You know what we were talking about at work today? Uh, stone Cold E.T., remember that? I remember Stone Cold E.T. Yeah. I remember when we went to the drive-thru. <laughs> oh, which time? <laughs> this is Stone Cold E.T. Yo, white guys on cheeseburger, white. <laughs> also did, did one as Big Papa Pump, but he's a, such a little guy. I'll hunt you, Scotty. I'll hunt you till you die. <laughs> uh, CM Punk came back to wrestling. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm glad we waited to the end. Because they didn't. <laughs> they started with it, so. Uh, so you had to. Yes. There's no other move you can make. So, universally, has there been a more universally accepted as, like, perfect Jim Cornette Cornette praised this. Jim Cornette said that anything that he was thinking about doing was was worse than what they did. When that happens, like, nobody nobody has the right to criticize anything that happened. No, it's perfect. I watched it it three times. I watched it live, and I watched it twice the next morning. I watched it twice that night once the next day and then i kind of had it on today but i didn't really pay attention to it so three times for real and then uh, hey, hey, jim Cornette said everything i thought about it it was so good it, it was, he jumped into the crowd he came out he was like tearing up he had, but it, it didn't look like he was crying it looked like he had a twinkle in his eye yeah like, like it was a christmas movie and it was the end and he got his like soul back and you he know, felt great we were eating dinner like oh, also we have to watch wrestling tonight yeah like, like it's not an option no um blue wanted me to go to a show and while i was like yeah you know i could go to a show i was like number one i i'm my stomach feels like shit and i have a diarrhea all day uh thanks a lot chipotle you they gave me they got me sick like a week and a half ago it didn't go away for you got pulted i got pulted i've never gotten really like diarrhea from chipotle but this time i did they also made a burrito by wrapping a towel in a burrito shell and then delivered it to somebody gross yeah some kid bit into it do you imagine no it's like a a fucking dirty dish towel so i think i'm done with chipotle yeah chipotle's gotta be a a special occasion anyways Uh, not even it's gotta be a fucking i don't want cold day in hell i don't want diarrhea or a dish towel in my burrito um but uh yeah, this, it, the punk thing was so good. There was uh, a man cried. They showed a man crying. They showed a man crying and Beavis. <laughs> and <laughs> you were crying. Uh, extra turning X listener was just like that's embarrassing. And then uh, I'm talking to Matt Jones, and his wife goes, "Maggie's embarrassed for the guy crying." I was like. It okay. seems it seems like more girls are like embarrassed for him than like most most people I've seen are like. Like, yeah, the guy cried. So what? I think a lot of people were giving him shit, and then, like, like a way more people were like, all right, well, fuck you. That's what made this awesome. My, my stance on men crying is this. Uh, Jack Donaghy's hero, Don Geis, once said that you get one cry in life, and he chose it well. Yeah. Like, you know, he cried for his, his favorite wrestler coming back after seven years. It's, it's, like, a, it's like the Odyssey. <laughs> they a way i never thought of it too was like there's just some people that are like just waited for it to happen for yeah, seven years like like, like i kind of gave up on it we, we talked about I mean, probably a month ago i think i talked about 
giving up on it. I'm, a, I'm, I like CM Punk. He's one of my favorite current wrestlers, and uh, I'd given up for for years. I was like, he's never coming back, and I was like, I'm not gonna fucking convince myself of, of otherwise either, because I'm just gonna let myself down in the end. Like, it's his life. He doesn't want to do it, so I gotta fucking respect it and move on with my life. And there's a lot of people who are like, no, CM Punk is my favorite wrestler. I will never move on. He is he's coming com- back eventually. He's coming back, and you were right, and I was wrong. Do you know? I also like that there's a few things that that promo really hammered home. And one is like, like I, I, I wrestle again. Yes. I'm back to wrestling. Like all the other shit that I do, like that's fine. But like, I'm wrestling. Yes. I'm here to be a wrestler. Your favorite wrestlers back everyone. Yeah. And then he, Andy Kaufman did. Correct. With the ice cream bars. Like he, he footed the bill for that. He footed the bill for it. Uh, Taz had a lot of trouble eating that ice cream, if you remember correctly. There was a lot of complaints the next day being like, I get that it was like a big night and everyone's excited, but how is there no gif of Taz eating ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It'll be on Botchamania in no time. Yeah. Um, But you you find a way to get a botch out of that segment, too. Like It it really did have everything. um, It was very the most tasteful segment in AEW history, too. He he told a good story about like Ring of Honor and and like he didn't really talk about WWE too much other than the the line about him never getting better if he stayed at the place that made him sick and like how we left professional wrestling really in twenty two thousand five and so like you know he he kind of talked about it without talking about it. I hate everything that he says has said needed that needed yeah. to be said was said. Like he put he put over Darby Allen as his like his first opponent back too. It's like. Of all the people that CM Punk, when he did come back, like of all the people that you'd think he'd wrestle, like Darby Allen was never a consideration. It's like, oh, he's going to come back to wrestle, you know, Omega or or Daniel Brian Danielson or Samoa Joe or someone in that vein. There's um, they're going to need to have like five and six hour pay per views now, if they want any semblance of a mid card. Uh, I think four hours would do it. I mean, they have quarterly pay-per-views, and like, there's kind of a lot of people now. Like, there was a lot, a lot of people, but they have four shows, so it's they like have four shows. But I mean, there are people that should be like I, Christian was gonna is gonna work to and from Impact, which is probably what he, everyone assumed he was gonna do anyways. He's their champion now too. He'll be on that. I mean, so like all the people that are like in like the upper mid card to main event status are going to probably bounce between the two of those places anyways. But like, there's a lot of fucking people that need to, if, if Brian Danielson's good, we just start it now. We got to start saying Brian Danielson. So we got to, I said, uh, I don't know if I said it on here, but the process of saying like relearning his name as Brian Danielson is so much harder than the process of learning his name as Daniel Bryan. It is almost impossible. And I, I hate saying, their old names yeah but now there's a place where they have to use their old names a good way to look at it like what's been helping me is like consider daniel bryan that's his dead name like when trans people yeah he's a tra- he's, he's a he's a trans universe he's a tra- superstar yeah he's a trans wrestler <laughs> <laughs> he went from entertainment to wrestler <laughs> But I'm not trying to disparage anyone. Anyway. No, I know. I'm just trying. I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Mentally, about what joke. has helped me is like think of it the same way. Like you're relearning someone's name and you're trying to respect them. 
even though well, like I'm sure they don't. It's give not a even. Shit. It's not even that. It's the. It's that. Like it was just always such a douchey like smart thing to do what he's use their old like their indie i names. always felt like a piece of shit when i called them uh brian danielson like after yeah. 2010 yeah yeah or like tyler like some people would call dean ambrose moxley like until he left yeah and steen the steen thing i understood because he still had the kevin and he literally changed his gimmick in zero ways yeah so it's like like that one i'm, I'm more forgivable on well, I know, but like it's still like. But the other ones, I was definitely like you. Fucking there was some dork. performance to it. It was a performative act. Um, thankfully, CM Punk's always just been CM Punk. How the fuck? Did I don't he... like people when they call him Phil. He doesn't either, from what I understand. I just call him CM Punk or Punk or whatever like that. Like I just. That's how you know him. You know what else is good? Like it's good to have someone back who you just know isn't going to be a fucking idiot. I mean, he did tell Miz to go to Saudi Arabia and suck at a blood money cock once. I think that that's okay. <laughs> that's that's just fun. really, really offensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, it's not, like, you know, I think for the most, he did say that, like, on the media scrum that it was like, yeah, you know, Dana White and Vince McMahon, they're all these, for lack of a better term, right-wing weirdos. And then, like, Tony Khan sitting right there, and his dad was, like, a big Trump backer. So, that's why that's why Conan and all of his YouTube videos from his podcast, they always have someone from AEW wearing a make an AEW great again hat. Whoever makes the videos, the, the, the MS Paint, pictures for the jim Cornette videos no that guy's awesome that guy fucking rules <laughs> yeah that guy does that guy do take commissions probably reach out to him i'm sure jim keeps him busy yeah but yeah no i agreed that we, guy's get, awesome. we get that guy to draw a nitro party shirt i think that's simply ravishing oh too early yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're not ending with that song either we should we do cm punk no i got a good one Okay, we don't have. Well, I'm not against us covering CM Punk's song. Like I'm one thousand percent. I would. I like that song before I knew CM Punk used it as an entrance. I don't. Need, this is not even my favorite CM Punk theme song. It was. It's mine. It had. To, <laughs> it had to be the one they played on, on Friday. Yeah. Did like other people's reactions to it too. Joey Janela was there and he was like posing the video and he's like, I'm never ever getting that pop. Like, no shit. Well, nobody else in nobody the is ever is going to get that pop. Like maybe after another great Omega Okada match, you get one at the end of the match or you get Can one. You at... Think of a, but nothing close. Like that was, that was a road warrior pop brother. That was <laughs> insane. It didn't stop. No, it was it was sustained. And uh the only other times I can think of like pops being that big when Bret Hart's music hit in Montreal in two thousand five during that Shawn Michaels promo. And then Hogan when he came back and won the title and like had like an entire commercial break, the crowd just standing up and cheering for him. Yeah, that one was pretty legit. The, like, there was the only two, like, humongous. Like, there were a couple of times when Austin came out that was definitely. Austin for, at, in the uh, Mankind title win. Yes, Austin was, in the Mankind title win. It was a hell of a Also, pop. Austin, when he came back, is the old Stone Cold <laughs> right before the uh, the invasion pay per view. Like, the Robbie Four when he yeah. comes out. It's a, it's a mighty pop. 
I, on the aggregate, Austin's median pop much louder than all of the other ones. Because I feel like he got that pop every time that glass hit. Most of the time, like when he, uh, this raw in particular, like you could see it's, it's bigger than normal because he was, he'd been healed for like the past like couple months. And then like Vince said he needed him to be the old stone cold to fight WCW off. And he was at the bar and he's all despondent, but then he came back. Go watch it. It'll be, you'll be, you'll be impressed. It's either that or Walter. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the CM Punk pop was enormous and one of the biggest pops, easily the biggest pop of the past at least 15 years, bare minimum. Yeah, I can't even think of any that would be close. Like CM Punk in Chicago in 2011. <laughs> That's about it. Motherfuckers. But, uh,. He, um, think he faces Colt? I don't know what, I don't know what what they're going to do with that. Like that's like people, Chuck, uh, Chuck Taylor was asking Colt. He was like, how do you feel about CM Punk coming back? Like this guy wants to know. And Colt was just like shaking his head and be like, fuck you. (laughs) Like he wasn't going to answer it. I don't know. It just seems like neither of them are going to acknowledge it. And. I think they could have it, some wrestling matches, though. It's, I think it would be interesting. I at think Bixban, uh, whatever that guy's name is, David Bixbannon, in the media scrum, sort of like asked it without asking it, being like, you know, like you're coming in here, and you know, you have some personal issues with some of the people in the locker room. Like, is is that something you want to talk about? And he was just like, I don't want to talk about the gossipy stuff. He was like, tonight was like a, one of the best nights ever. And, yeah, I don't think it's probably fine. I can't imagine that they. I mean, they have a they have to have a working relationship because he's been a cornerstone of pro wrestling tees since it existed. Yeah, and now CM Punk owns the most shirts sold by them. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I tried to get one of those fucking uh, I was there shirts. Site crashed. I tried to get the front print only shirt. Site crashed, and now the only shirt you can get is the no black trim on the the collar and uh, the end of the sleeves. And I was just like, no. No, I don't want that. I want the I want I, I at least want the front print with the the trim. The ba- the the ringer tee? The ringer tee, yes. Yeah. And no. I people in the in the in the uh arena couldn't get it. It sold yeah. out like on hand. Yeah. I would have probably ridiculous. I probably would have been like, uh I will take ten. <laughs> well, that'll be, you know, two hundred fifty bucks, three hundred bucks. I'll be like, like I'll take 20. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to make 10 grand tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, no shit. Uh, but yeah, like that's awesome. It was way bigger than I thought it would be. And, yeah. I feel way better about it too. Like, yeah. It yeah. almost, it almost reminds me of like when wrestling got cool again in 2011. Yeah. After he got hot. And I'm just like, this almost feels like it. I don't know if it's the same or not, but like time will, time will tell. But like, I'm looking it's, forward to the pay-per-view now. Like, I want to see that Darby match. There's, there's, a, there's a chance we got a fucking thing happening. What thing? Fucking, we got Wrestling Wars back. I, I don't give a shit about, like, the, I do. The, the, the war part of it. Like, I want WWE to be good. I just have no faith that it, will, that it can be. I think it, if it has to be, it will be. Like, I, I 
like after hearing Nick Khan talk about how like they want these shows to be longer and knowing how people feel about that, I'm just like, you guys haven't heard a fucking word that anyone said. And I'm like, and yeah, you don't need to, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, your fucking business is predicated on like listening to your fans, and it's like you none of you have the time to do it. So I have zero faith that WWE will ever really turn that corner until they maybe absolutely is, have to. Maybe this is when maybe AEW kills Vince. I don't think like I think they're too cash uh, safe to be killed. You know, probably, but <clears throat> but I definitely think that, you know anyone who who has any they start sense, losing wrestling fans though that's a big deal. Anyone who has any sense knows that uh, sort of WWE's sort of drifting and AEW sort of raising the tide. Correct. I think anyone with any sense knows that AEW is the cool company right now, and AEW has the better roster and the momentum. Like, y- you might not see it yet, but I think they overtake Ron SmackDown in the ratings in the next year or two. I mean, if they SmackDown can... might be tough just because it's on network television. Yeah, but at the same time, it's only getting $2 million a night. Like you're telling me that AEW couldn't get put up a, a two and a half million number in the next two years if if they could continue to put out the same product product in the next that they have been maybe not but if they put out like a top tier like CM Punk Brian Danielson Bray Wyatt uh, Kenny Omega Bucks Cody Aleister Black and Andrade if those are your if that's your cornerstone of the company and they do consistently good stuff for the next two years I absolutely think they overtake Raw at least. Because Raw is 1.8 right now. What are they going to do with the mid card? Keep building them up. Dude, they, they had, uh, what's his face? That dude from 2.0. Not, not with the tag team, but the other guy. I forget um, his name. And Helico? No, uh, he's short. And he has a black towel. I forget his name. But he man-evented Rampage the other night against Moxley. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, they pushed their young guys. Like, you know, you, you got Darby broke through. Uh Britt Baker broke through. Like it's not like their mid card are just held down. If anything, their main event guys are held down. Like Hangman. It's true. <laughs> I just. I mean, I they I, they say they only have they really only have three hours of weekly television like that is of, of any consequence. Yeah, but I mean, I, there's some shit that happens on dark and elevation, but and and I do think like they, that's where, like, they, where they the, at least try to figure in like guys like like Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. They they make their they make an effort to try to do something with them. Yeah. It's just like, well, they need to do something with Ricky Starks. I like what Ch- it, I think Dos Chikini jr. Or DC jr. Had a good recommendation. You, you have Ricky Starks defend the FTW title on dark and dark elevation. And you just change it from FTW to the dark title. And you just have like that one title that can bounce between those two shows. And you have, you build up one guy as sort of like the dark champion. You think there's going to be as many squash matches on it now that there isn't a pandemic? Well, I mean, there's a different pandemic, I guess. I think you'll still see them, but like at the same time, you get two hours before Rampage to, to film, and you've got an hour before and an hour after Dynamite to film. So you get, you get well, two I mean, free hours. They to- have to have the content there. It's just whether, like, uh, will the matches be matches now? Because they were a lot of squash matches. There was a lot more during the pandemic, yes. But I, I think they continue. Like, you might just see fewer of them, you know? 
you'll see like one or two like a week instead of like four or five over a seven hour show okay because <laughs> i think they're gonna keep them because there wasn't a lot of squash matches on dark before i mean that's where you had fucking kenny and omega G. and Janela. yeah that and was like standing the fucking uh and there's like six man tags with death triangle and stuff they're almost always on uh dark and dark elevation nowadays like they were on they were on both shows this past week uh Pac and Pac and Pac Pac and X Pac. <laughs> I got everything I want. You should come up to that. <laughs> uh, Bastard Factor. We still got time. Yeah. So uh, we should buy ice cream bars for listen anyone who listens to the show. No. <laughs> All right. If they still, <laughs> how goddamn hard is it to make the fucking? To make the WWF Superstars ice cream bar. I haven't seen like a replica. Um, Hood owns the licensing or something like that. And they made WWE ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, they're little little squares that weren't the same goddamn thing. They're not the same thing. But it's like, it's cookie, but it's both sides are cookie and one side isn't just chocolate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's wrong. Like people want. People want the fucking bars. They don't want the fucking... Bo- they like the chocolate on the one side, and they like the cookie in the yeah, other. Yeah, it's not supposed to be a four-pack in the frozen section. It's supposed to be sold from ice cream truck or, like, in a convenience store. Ice cream truck, and you get the card. Yeah, it's gotta be... The box has to be there. Yeah, and if you get the Hulk Hogan card, you get a free one. Was that real? Yeah, but you only ever got honky-tonk cards. Should we leave them with honka honka Jonky love uh I was, yet. Go- I was gonna leave him with i'm back okay actually yeah that's good too i'm back because when i saw see him bischoff yeah when i saw <laughs> that's a good name the episode. <laughs> um, uh when i saw a, a gif because i'm a heel it's a gif oh, yeah it's a heel move <laughs> <laughs> when i saw the gif of cm punk saying i'm back it's just like so, there's so, someone said like some things you can hear without hearing it and i was like I want to hear Eric Bischoff's theme. And <laughs> Brad, yeah, but that'll be fun. Like, I'm glad that he's feuding with someone new, and it's gonna be, and he's got like Sting to work with too. It's true. Like CM Punk versus Sting would be awesome. Throw that on a dark elevation. <laughs> <laughs> you got the big show calling it. You know what the best part about that being first was? I got to go to bed literally right after it was over. I watched not a single match from that. Yeah, it was weird how Jurassic Express and Private Party was like a come down match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you had like Jade Cargill against uh, Kira Hogan. That, um. She just wiped the floor with her. One hour friday night wrestling show right now not a bad idea feels like how saturday uh shotgun saturday night was supposed to feel it's also like their sunday night heating it where it's like main event guys appear on it yeah and it's like i hope they don't turn into like you know seven deadly european title headlines it (laughs) unless it's d-lo d-lo comes over from impact to headline rampage yeah, if they ever do shit like that, that's when you know it's they they jump the shark. They they have one hour of television every night. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, huh? Huh? One hour show? What? What? That would get old real quick. One hour tea show? One hour tea pain? We didn't even talk about football. Oh, yeah. Cam Newton got COVID or some shit? No, he he hasn't been vaccinated. So when he traveled outside of like an authorized, he when he left New England to travel to go get his shoulder looked at by a specialist, they broke COVID protocol, quote unquote. And so now he's like, can't practice with the team for five days. All which could have been avoided had he just got the fucking shot. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, you, you already got COVID and now you're missing five days again because of COVID bullshit. Like, this is the shit that makes me not like Cam Newton. And I like, I want to like him. I do. But it's just like, I don't know. Like, am I just a Mac Jones guy now? I mean, you just. You can't be a Cam Newton guy, for sure. Like, I don't want to hate him, but I just feel like this is really I don't want to hate him either, but he's also the kind of guy where, like, you're watching that Seattle game, like, all right, Cam Newton, like, okay, last play of the game, they're going to run it, and he's not even going to get close. Like, you just know it before they even snap the ball. I had faith. I thought that was a game that they were going to win, but, yeah. I. To me, it's sort of like he fell apart after he got COVID last year. And now with more COVID bullshit this year, it's just kind of like, dude, like, just don't fuck around with it. Just don't. Like, what? Because a bunch of dorks on the internet fucking said, you have to respect my opinion. And so you are. No, you don't. You can tell them to fuck off. It's okay to tell twats to fuck off. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Okay. It's okay and fun to do. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back! Oh, idiot.